0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Dead Trust. We're hammering home and dusty. And uh, hey, are you guys ready for the next round of lockdowns? <laughs> seems like they're coming.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get one of those uh, aliens base huggers and just wear it around as a mask. Right.
2: I do enjoy
0: some draconian
2: measures, so uh, I'm ready.
0: It uh, seems like they're reversing masks. Yeah what advice or, uh, recommendations for the, the jabs.
2: Yeah. Today, when I was watching some of this stuff, I was, I mean, I honestly had a, uh, a notepad out and I I'm exhausted. I am just freaking exhausted. I don't, I don't have any other, other way to put it. Um, mentally I'm exhausted from this, the flip flopping, the back and <laughs> forth, Like I I wrote some things down. Uh, They're still in there in my room. I could go get them and I can go over them, but you know what? It's going to change in a week. It doesn't matter. One thing that did stick out to me in particular was uh, the the director of the CDC. I'm not, I can't remember what her name is, but she, she mentioned new science a couple of times. (laughs) Well, we have new science. We have new science. And Uh, that that just rubbed me uh the wrong way for some reason you know because these people have acted like the science is settled um Mm -hmm. that that things can't change i I don't know it's i i don't understand like the people that are falling for this crap why they're falling for it i i don't know i'm exhausted how's that
0: yeah, I'm right there with you, man. And Rochelle Walensky, so
2: that—that's her name.
0: Yeah,
1: I've got all kinds of fatigue, all of different sorts. This
0: is how people can still be following this narrative. Just uh, it's beyond me. not think. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know how you can, uh, if you actually consider this stuff, and then these people change what you're supposed to take seriously, like the next yeah. day, and you're still following along. I don't know how you can.
1: I feel, like, well, I, mean, I, feel, the... I feel like I feel like I have to play a clip real quick. That, the yeah. summation. Yeah. The summation of everything I wanna I wanna say.
3: I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust, shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. i want you to get mad i don't want you to protest i don't want you to ride i don't want you to write to your congressman because i wouldn't know what to tell you to write i don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the russians and the crime in the street all i know is that first you've got to get mad you've got to say i'm a human being god damn it my life
1: has value <laughs> that's uh it's, it's That's
0: wrong you're if you're a human being your life has zero value <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, i i i love the the network man i mean that's yeah. uh that's very very special so
0: <laughs> well, when, that was made in the 70s right
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah it's it still holds true everything he said is accurate
1: i i feel like it was uh <laughs> it was predictive programming
0: cross <laughs> yeah something along those lines
1: Another good movie I like clips from is uh, <laughs> Soylent Green. I know it wasn't a box office hit, but uh, oh boy. <laughs> There's a lot of shit from Soylent Green that's good, too.
0: Charlton Heston. Uh, Omega Man. You guys ever seen that one? Getting chased around by a car full of mutants. Just people <laughs> in probes with white face paint. What? There was... What? there was, um
2: movie well there was two movies there was one where the 18-wheeler was just chasing the guy in the car um uh hunt right maybe and there was spielberg's
0: first movie i believe yeah
2: it's fantastic uh i need to watch it again soon and there's another one where bees were chasing a guy in a car and um
0: chris farley it was uh,
2: it was it was like the the 18-wheeler movie but it was just like the entire time bees you know um i'll have to see if i can't find what that was called but i remember watching that it's it's like a early 70s type you know flick um but i need to see if i could find that it's it it's almost like one that they would have uh made fun of on mystery science theater 3000 yeah right you know kind of reminds you of that Uh, (laughs) So yeah
1: I used to watch that show all the time when I was what a Mystery Science period. Theater. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude! I love it.
2: Um, I've got Roku TVs, and I guess there's like a Roku network. Um, but like I know they've got like the Bob Ross channel. The Young Turks, unfortunately, have their own channel on there, but um, they have a Mystery Science Theater channel, and it just plays that. 24 hours a day so i'll i'll stop on it every now and again and watch it it's uh it's
1: good stuff
0: now i'm trying to figure out what that movie was called because it wasn't hunt
1: while well, you're figuring that out um cool <clears throat> yep. yeah 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 <clears throat> yep so uh i've got some sad news uh uh start out with that you know always always on a on a nice note um So, you know, not a secret, I'm a metalhead, and uh, one of the bands that uh, influenced my love for metal greatly growing up was Slipknot, I'm actually gonna go see them here in October with The Network, so shout out to that, but the bad news that came up is uh, we uh, found out today that Joey Jordison um, died in 46, and... uh, yeah, so uh, here's a little excerpt from it. Uh, former Slipknot drummer Joey Jordison, one of the founding members, uh, died at age 46. Um, basically, I'm not going to go through the whole article because it's kind of like a you know little reminiscent of stuff here and there, but uh, he, he had a uh, form of multiple scro- uh, sclerosis, um, and uh, that's kind of one of the reasons he was out of the band is he... Physically couldn't play drums anymore. And, uh, so people kind of think, you know, that was, uh, th- there hasn't really been a, you know, cause of death released yet, but, um, I would assume that that's, that would be it. Cause I mean, he wasn't like a drug user. He wasn't suicidal or nothing like that. So, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of shitty news, man, especially, uh, you know, guys, guys was a big part of, uh, you know my music experience growing up so uh we'll definitely miss the guy
2: i remember um <clears throat> there was this guy named zach <clears throat> that i went to church with and uh he was working in an arby's and i happened to go in there the day that he found out that don bag daryl had been killed and he was crying literally crying when he he's like dude did you hear the news and i'm like what Dombag was shot and killed man and i'm like uh and, and when he said Dombag, i was thinking like is he <laughs> who <laughs> yeah is this a nickname for some local weed dealer uh, and and then then i realized i'm like oh yeah 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 okay i know who i'm talking to now this um, is zach yeah he's talking about Dombag, daryl but he he was crying man crying I, in the middle of arby's
1: it's an emotional shit for metalheads man because uh I mean, still to this day, me and my metalhead yeah. buddies, me and my metalhead buddies, um, you know, every every August 20th, that's Dimebag's birthday. Um, mm-hmm. We celebrate Dimebag's birthday, go out to a bar, piss everybody off in the bar by just queuing endless amounts of Pantera songs all night, getting drunk and singing along with them. So, you know, um, I definitely get that. But once again, you know, that was... <laughs> I like last last show i think the sunday show actually i wore a pantera shirt on the show so i mean you know it's i definitely get that uh (laughs)
2: so i I did i didn't uh i don't know i talked about it after the show but we have one of our like i guess original listeners that's a friend of mine sally her mom uh they they she fell out i think it was it was friday um going out to the mailbox, like, fell out, bumped her head or whatever. They ended up taking her to the hospital, and uh, blood pressure was low. Heart rate was low. They started doing some scans, found out she had a bleed. They had to end up flying her uh, a few hours away. Well, it's, it's like a, a four-hour drive or so, I guess, from our area to Morgan, Morgantown or Morganton, West Virginia. Um, but had an aneurysm. And uh, where they found a brain bleed, that's why they flew her out. But it was an aneurysm. They uh, ended up doing surgery on Saturday. Um, Everything's going good. She messaged me today, kind of giving me an update on stuff. Uh, uh, She'll probably be in the hospital for three to four weeks. Um, But I thought it was interesting how they, like when she said that she was going to have surgery, I assumed it would be like cutting her skull open. Um, But they were able to go in through a vein and up into her brain and uh, take care of it that way. But apparently the doctor said that she's like recovering faster or quicker than they've saw most people. Um, And they didn't expect her to be in the position that she is today. Um, So she's she's doing really good. Uh, Dodged a bullet obviously the aneurysm you know that's one it'll, of those it'll things probably
1: she's... take her a good six months to recover you know oh yeah
2: yeah guarantee it
1: but uh my, you know, my she... co my co-worker who pops in here he, exact same thing he had the, really the brain the brain brain bleed aneurysm <clears> and they yeah. went through his vein and all that stuff and did the same thing yeah it took him quite a while before he was able to get back to work or do anything normal so
2: right yeah so they, i mean uh she said that she She's taken it serious and saw this as a wake up call. So I think when it comes to her health, that she's not going to, you know, fool around or mess around with it or anything like that when she comes out of the hospital. So that's a good thing. But I just thought I'd, I'd kind of mention that because uh, I'm
1: surprised she didn't have some like precursor symbols to. Or well, you know, Sa- S- Sally had
2: actually told me like earlier that week, um, she, she was like, yeah, mom hadn't felt good. And she's been in the bed for a couple of days and didn't really know why, you know? Uh, I mean, I asked if it was like a cold type thing. She's like, I don't know. She just don't feel good. But that was unusual for her, I guess, to be in the bed like that. You know, she's normally up and active and doing stuff. I mean, she's 63, I think, but, it uh, feel like
1: my coworker was telling me when, uh, when it happened to him, um, mm-hmm it started out with him kind of losing peripheral vision. Like he started like having like glaucoma symptoms. Yeah. And then he was getting a lot of like nausea and just throwing up constantly and just splitting headaches. And then he said he physically, it, it physically looked like there was rain in front of his eyes. Like all, like really? he would just get random points in time where it looked like it was just raining. Like wa- like drips of water were just running down in front of his eyes and stuff. And then all of a sudden he, waking up in a hospital um with, with a fucking aneurysm so it, wow
2: it, <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i'd ask her you know about the i hadn't talked to her mom obviously but i i'd ask about the helicopter ride or whatever you know i was like airplanes i'm fine with helicopters uh they made <laughs> me a little bit nervous you know and she i was like how'd she handle that and she said <clears throat> uh she had told her that she didn't even remember or have any idea that she was on a helicopter or anything on the way mm-hmm. up there so
1: yeah i mean so, there's yeah. there's a whole lot of short-circuiting that goes on uh in your head yeah. when, when that shit goes down um
2: yeah i think i i think the, the main thing they're worried about now is uh strokes you know them I mean, there there yeah. can still be some complications that come from it and they're just uh kind of keeping her up there for that long to uh you know just kind of have that eagle eye on her and you know just in case something does happen then they'll be right there. That's the thing here, man. Like rural West Virginia, police and ambulance, like it's one of those things that that's one of the main reasons so many people up here are armed. I mean, Democrats, Republican, it doesn't matter. A lot of times you have to take I mean you don't have to take the law into your own hands but it's not like the city where the response time is going to be you know 4 to 6 minutes or um, 8 to 15 or yeah yeah or I need mean,
0: never <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it's uh if if I were to call 911 right now and say somebody's breaking into my house uh yeah. I would Good be luck. lucky if <laughs> if they would get here in 20 to 25 minutes so yeah you have to uh you have to be armed a young city's in the chat right now
1: yeah i watched your latest video bro you just straight clowned on this guy oh man
2: dude he i mean yeah like like we talked about the last show with uh with him man like he is uh as far as first amendment auditors go, he he's pretty, uh, pretty chill and he'll just show up and he may make a, a few personal comments to the camera, to the, to his live feed and stuff like that, but he's not like automatically getting in the cop's face. I think he's the type that he, from what I've saw, he shows basically the same respect that, that they show him. So, when they come up and and start giving him uh, grief or anything like that, man, he he just lays it out on him.
1: That's when that's when they so. start getting the D's nuts and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, man! He told he, that he, one he,
2: cop that he was leaving his wife's house and or his, <laughs> or his. He was asking about his wife and stuff. I'm like, God,
1: you know, those cops were just boiling inside. I'd have been hey he keeps them straight with littering too i watched one of his videos yeah. and it's that crazy that fucking bitch just they're they're raiding someone's house and she's just throwing her fucking rubber gloves in the yard and stuff and he's like hey you gonna pick those up <laughs> like, yeah like, you better be picking them up <laughs> one of his <laughs> earlier
2: videos he had uh i, I don't know i mean it was a good looking girl that that was at like an apartment complex or something and uh there was a cop that showed up and they, they went inside. I don't know what was going on in there, if they were dating or what the deal was, but he, he was kind of filming that. And, uh, yeah, but that was one of his, uh, older videos, I guess, that I I came across and watched. but yeah, man, he's, uh, he's one. If he comes on live, I'll, uh, I get alerts for him. I'll, I'll normally watch his stuff. Um, but yeah, he's doing a good job, especially for being a fairly new auditor out there on the scene.
1: Uh, and I have to say, good on you for fighting that stupid ass fucking air freshener ticket. Like fuck that, dude. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's that's, well, that's just hanging a, off a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, obstruct. That was obstructing view. A uh, hundred and fifty dollar yep. ticket or whatever. It's like, where are you oh, supposed to put that. an air
0: freshener? <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! What about
0: the garment hooks?
1: <laughs> yeah well, man they're
2: they're he, retaliating he,
1: the judge had that fucking cop season though because he's just like yeah I, I, you, you can't fucking give a guy a ticket for that <laughs> like <laughs> i'll
2: tell you i still you know my my thing i i really want to know what his opinion on or opinion is on why 10 cop cars showed up after that that audit that they did um like, if you he tried were, to scare him. I, I, well, <laughs> it definitely didn't scare him because, I mean. Well, it was. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> dude. And he even, he posted, uh the next day he posted a video that was where he was recording before he went live. And there was a, the the truck that actually pulled him over was, was like over on the passenger side. And he called it. He was like, yeah, they're about to pull us over. And uh, you could see that cop turning his wheels whenever the light turned and they started. And sure enough, he whips in from that other lane and gets behind him and and then hits the blue lights. And he just starts laughing. He's like, I told you. And uh, it just went on from there. But then when the other cops started showing up, that's when he was like, Yeah, I'm going to end this video. I'm going live, y'all. And uh, did what he did. But man, for brake lights, they wasted that much or that many or or that much resources um dude that's taxpayer money that's that's what really pisses me off about a lot of this well think about it like
1: this that's that's 10 different guys who are probably making around forty five thousand dollars a fucking year and you're putting all of them with that kind of salary out there maybe more than that because i've saw
2: some of these salaries like out in california um i know i think he's in maryland um, so I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm, i I know, uh, he's probably done a FOIA request on, on salaries. Like a lot of these other guys have, but dude, some of these California guys, uh, like the sergeants are making like $250,000 a year. Now I mean, imagine, imagine here,
0: make like 120 with overtime.
2: Yeah. If it's just 10 cops that were making a hundred thousand a year, I mean, my God, you know,
1: Hey, all I Serve gotta it. say to A Young, dude, is 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 spoil that fucking phone, dude. And use that fucking picture from the phone as your fucking Instagram profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, that yes. <laughs> that
2: would be perfect
1: well tiger woods man he was all obsessed with taking pictures of you
2: (laughs) yeah and i mean and he's right to say "Hey, i'm a foyer request that phone you know and it dude that other cop that that initially came up to his window in that video ticked me off too because he was all like i can't hear you i can't hear you because his window was up but then when he started cussing at him the cop was like oh that's real intelligent you know but then he would say something well i can't hear you i can't hear y'all but you can make smart ass comments but yeah you, you know you can't hear me okay it's like so, trailer
0: park boys yeah yeah <laughs> ricky i can't hear you so, look julia the vacuum cleaners my cock <laughs> <laughs> huh?
1: sir i'm gonna uh, need you to step away 10 feet from the vehicle and extinguish your cig- c- a cigarette. Fuck off, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs>
2: but yeah, man, uh, he's ready to come on the show. I'm ready to to you know talk about this stuff, man. <laughs> the cops, Lord. Like I said, I got pulled over brake light situation too. I talked about that, man. It's just, uh, I don't know if a dash cam helped me out or not, but. Uh, you know i ride with the dash cam now so i suggest anybody uh get one you know are you like are you are you,
1: be, are you becoming russian bro you got a yeah, dash that's cam? What I was well no th- and that's the <laughs> thing
2: i've i've even made jokes about that like the craziest stuff happens but it just, on the dash cams but it just <laughs> seems like it's the russian dash cams
0: so it's just because uh, like they're videotaping everything <laughs> yeah i'm just waiting
2: waiting on a guy in a track suit or two guys in track suits to just start beating the hell out of each other at an intersection or something you know know. oh no you've never seen you've never
1: (laughs) seen the russian road rage videos have you no there's a lot of that Uh, uh, they just they just pull over the guy gets pissed and just steps out of the car and shoots the fucking grill of the car and gets back in (laughs) nope everybody's seen it so many times that it's like nobody in traffic responds or panics they're just all kind of sitting there like you know yeah everyday (laughs) everyday occurrence in russia Uh, i've saw uh, him pull
2: baseball bats out of the trunk yeah Uh, uh, one
1: of my one of my favorite videos is this this guy he uh is tailgating this russian dude and uh there's four of them and russian gangsters uh have a specific name they're called gopniks and uh, they usually they're the ones you see wearing the the track suits and the cabbie hats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some and they're riding this dude's ass, and the, the guy in the passenger film uh, seats filming it. And this guy just takes his AK and just holds it out the window, and the guy just slams on the fucking brakes. It <laughs> comes to a dead stop, and they just keep driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, dude! Wow, that, man. Yeah. Um, you know, and I listen to a lot of Russian music too, and there's like uh there's an a Russian electronic song that's like our number one export is Russian Dash cam. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's probably true.
1: <laughs> oh shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, it would be pretty cool to get Aung's take on some of the shit he does, 'cause uh, you know, I've I've watched a Pretty big deal of his catalog so far, and enjoyed it thoroughly. So,
2: yeah i i don't I don't know what he's done to tick the cops off or, or to get him on a radar like that. Like I said, I can understand. Like I talked about that one dude, Johnny fabo You know, and he he pushes cops. You know, I mean he he instigates things and.
1: I yeah, can that, understand that calling that calling the station shit like yeah. 10,000 people and stuff that's yep. just a waste of resources. Exactly. And I think that's <clears> one <throat> of the points A Young makes too in a lot of his shit is that they mm-hmm. they are just wasting resources on people yeah. who ain't doing shit like uh, you know mm-hmm. let's go let's go catch real criminals not fucking you know two dudes with a brake light out like yeah. <laughs> come <Yeah>. on man <laughs> like
2: Well, and and another thing that he does like <clears throat> uh for, i mean for the for the listeners who don't know he 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 is black and i've saw a couple of the videos that he's posted and uh there was one where i mean it was like a whole task force that was screwing with the with a group of, of black teens i think they were teenagers i mean they were young adults you know regardless but <laughs> well, if the news was, was reporting him- on
0: something they would be <laughs>
2: The one where he was
1: sitting there filming, (laughs) giving him advice, saying, like, well, you you have the right not to – yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, so – and then I think he had talked a little bit more about how, like, uh, there was somebody playing basketball, and the cop, like, was circling around and then just went up and started screwing with him. You know, I mean, you know, people that want to say that racial profiling doesn't exist, yeah i mean that's you know some some of the things that i've seen with him it's it's just uh it's pretty blatant uh what these cops are doing and and i mean it could be black cops too you know i'm, I'm not saying oh, yeah. it's it's like black against white or weird. anything like that it's just i think i think cops. it's almost
1: i think it's almost worse because i mean I've, I've talked to this with uh, a black friend before and uh their interactions with black police officers is usually worse Because they like they got some shit to prove, you know. It's like they they they, right they want to ride, you know, young black men way harder than they would anybody else. And it's like, well,
0: remember that video? Maybe it came out a year ago. No, it came out around the same time as the the Saint Floyd event. This black cop, this big black cop, is just this young black dude by the throat. He's like slamming him up against the car. Yes, our yeah, I remember seeing it.
1: Well, I mean. What Which he was, was saying a, a bullshit video because the guy literally did not do shit. Like he was just yeah. getting fucking slammed <laughs> against the car yeah. for no reason. Oh, they just like,
0: said one thing that guy didn't like. And he just yeah. Well, like the and
2: movie Boys in the Hood
0: murdered him. Even
2: uh there's that scene where they pull uh Trey and Ricky over and Jr. and the cop's black, and he ends up putting a gun to uh uh Cuba Gooden Jr.'s throat or whatever and i think his partner was a white guy you know and and being being the cop i'm saying and he just kind of sat there and let it let it happen but uh you know i mean that just goes back to what you were saying about these guys act like they have something to prove and you know they they're they're harder on on and i i don't see a lot of videos where cops are messing with black females you know it's it's the the younger crowd black males uh you know 35 and and younger i would say that um that's mostly what i see them messing with but i guess it just goes back to their are stereotyped you know and what are you going to do you know i, I don't I mean, know how to fix that
1: yeah i mean there there definitely is there definitely is some issues with it um you know, I don't, I don't. I'll say I don't really agree with you know how some of the the BLM stuff went off. You know, obviously, no um, I mean, group yeah. uh, targeted. It's but but like, but to deny but to deny, especially with a lot of the videos that I've seen, to, to deny that uh, there isn't you know some some form of profiling and things like that. I mean, it's it becomes pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. Like, if it was like you know, a white guy getting pulled over for a fucking brake light. Do you think they would have sent 10 cops there and, and started a whole big deal over it? I, I really doubt it. You know, like they're, I said,
2: like- I, I was pulled over Wednesday for a brake light and it was me and another guy in the car. We're both white and the traffic stop took no longer than two and a half minutes, three minutes max, maybe. Um, I told him I, I had a firearm on me. He didn't ask to see it, nothing. He just said, if, if I don't see yours, you won't see mine. I said, fair enough. He took my ID, uh, took the passenger's ID, went back, ran them, came back, handed me everything, said, have a nice day. And that was it. Didn't write me a fix-it ticket or anything like that. It let me go. Now, if I was black, would that have happened? Eh, I, I don't think so. Uh, I think that traffic stop will <laughs> lasted a little bit longer, you know. Um, but I did say too, that's why I bring up the point of the dash cam. He did bend down and look at that dash cam. And I wonder, does that play a part in the attitude that they they give me? I I I don't know if it does or not. I can uh I can only uh guess on, on what they're thinking, but you know, that's one thing with cell phones and dash cams, hopefully, uh, cops know that those things are, are slowly, but surely, uh, keeping them more and more accountable, you know, well, and then some the cops issue, just don't care.
1: The issue I have with some of it too, though, is like, you know, I think, um, you know, like a lot of times the police talk about the body cam um, being for their protection and and your protection, which I agree yeah. with. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, if you pull out your phone and start filming a situation, even if you're being nice and polite and compliant, they automatically see that as antagonistic. Like you're one of those sovereign, yes. sovereign citizen types that uh-huh. just want to make a fuss. And it's like, no. This is so I so both of us are accountable. If I'm doing some st- stupid shit, saying some mm-hmm. stupid shit, if you're acting crazy, like we we got it on video, we got it on fucking audio, like it's right here, you know. You um,
2: the problem I have with the data or the the body cams is police have access to them. They they are and I think that it it like the cams, the data should not go to the police department to where a chief or sergeants or, or anybody has edited. access to them to be edited. Exactly. I think that it should go to an offsite place um, where there's a hundred percent accountability, you know, to where uh, citizens have access to it. Uh, I mean, you know, that would end up costing a, a lot more money. I'm sure to, to have that done, but still uh, I, I just think that there's a, i personally have a really big problem with the police themselves uh having any type of access to that body cam footage uh, okay. not just edit it but accidentally being deleted or oh there was an issue somewhere and we, we can't retrieve
1: the file you know so <laughs> which, which literally legitimately has come up you know yes. well uh, for somehow the the body cam got switched off during this, and uh, we we don't we don't have any footage of it. It's like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, a dude. Common occurrence.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think we should go for uh, go for you know a deeper source and get rid of all the commies that are in our judicial, executive, and le- legislative branches. All them, uh,
1: <laughs> all them George Soros specials. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Appointed uh, DAs. Or no, they're, are they elected? I don't know, but...
2: No, uh, you, yes, district attorneys are elected. Yeah. Um, right. Judges, judges are lot. elected, but yeah. But then like uh, ADAs, I think assistant district attorneys and the underlings, I think that they may be hired. Uh, so, because in Gaston County, I know the, uh, the district attorney there, his name is Locke Bell. And I, I do remember uh, when I kind of worked on a state senator's campaign, uh, we were at, you know, a party on election night, and I was talking to Locke there, telling him, hey, man, I'll uh, I'll help you out, you know, the next time you run, put out signs or do whatever. But I was honestly just trying to get in his good graces in case I got in any trouble. <laughs> 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 that was, uh, I mean, it's, I'm a firm believer, and it's not what you know, it's who you know. And Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it goes with jobs that goes with anything yeah yes That's what college Who you know is, is, really is really real for. important like
2: yeah well i'll i'll, I'll say it uh, a county commissioner in in gaston county uh i was dating a girl and she was having problems uh child custody issues like the the kid's dad was a drug addict and it was a bad situation and the grandma his mom was Like he didn't care. The dad didn't care about seeing the kids, but the grandma was pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, calling child protective services on her all the time. You know, it it was a nightmare. And um, so I talked to, and the guy went to my church. It was a Sunday when I talked to him and I said, listen, this is what's going on. He said, okay, email me, email me and just put what you told me in the email and I'll send it up to chain. Now, in Gaston County the um the county commissioners control the department of social services budget so he sends that the email over explains the situation and stuff started getting done like that right uh, yeah. the, the girl I was dating like i said this was on a sunday when i talked to him i emailed him on a monday on a wednesday she's messaging me and she's like i just got an email from the head of dss and they want my cell phone number she's like what's going on i said i told you i was going to talk to him i said he's he's got the ball rolling on stuff yeah so they had to go to visitation on saturdays with with the dad and the grandma right and normally i would drive her and the kids up there and normally that morning the grandma was calling and calling and calling and calling and, uh, you know, y'all are going to be up here on time, blah, blah, and all this. There was no calls. Even when she got to my house and we were loading up my truck, she was all like, you know, she hadn't called me yet. We get up there and the girl was having to beat on the door. Finally, she opens the door. The grandma opens the door up in a uh, bathrobe and she, I could hear her because I I didn't go up on the porch or anything, but I could hear her say, I didn't think y'all were coming today. And when, when she got back in the truck, I was like, What was that about? She's like, I don't know. That was odd, you know. But we ended up dropping the kids off anyway that day. And uh, later we found out that, like I said, we were in Gaston County. They lived in the county above us, which was Lincoln County. So because that email was sent to the head of DSS, Gaston County linked up with the Lincoln County DSS and went and drug tested everybody in that house that Friday night. And, uh, that's why they didn't think that they were coming. So, and this was all just because I knew somebody i have been going to church (laughs) with him forever. Hey man, can you do this favor? Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, just send me the email and I'll, I'll get it done. And I'm talking, this is, you know, one of those situations to where, uh, they went above and beyond, like, especially with them linking up with another DSS from another County that's unheard of. So it was crazy that things like that can get done just on who, you know, so network. That's my big, uh, big thing is network with people out there. You never know who can benefit you or who you can benefit, you know? So that's my piece of advice for today.
0: That's a good one. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing shows how manipulated the system is more than when somebody does you a favor yes from the inside <laughs> it's like oh that's how easy it could be like shit just happens yeah what the fuck oh it's totally broken then
2: yeah it's broken and i and i <laughs> and, and, and I'll, I'll i will say i'll use that example it's as, all about I mean, money yeah yeah exactly and and that's the only reason that they did that uh, for that county commissioner is because what, what if the head of the dss would have told him no well he could quite simply vote to uh knock down their budget the next year you know yeah. so they're going to jump through hoops for anything that he asked i didn't have to give him anything in return um i did help him out a little bit on on uh election day by uh, campaigning a little bit for him but uh, like i was never on his campaign team or anything like that so i mean it's just we knew each other for a long time um but yeah i mean it's 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 just about who you know, and, and I mean, that goes to show that there is cronyism, cronyism is at yeah. work, uh, and local small, small town politics. No.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, damn oh, 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 gonna come for you? Oh, for trust fair. me, trust me, I know all about it working for a fucking small government. the amount of. Fucking I'd do this for you if you do this for me is fucking unreal dude like, yeah Scratch shit that my should back. never shit that should never happen that just really you know like it's wild man uh, there's it you know people want to point at like federal government for being corrupt boy, it goes it goes all the way to the lowest forms of government too trust mm-hmm. me yeah dude I grew up in a a small town
2: in gaston county called lowell uh it was actually named after lowell massachusetts but um textile industries down there uh there was a lot of uh cotton mills where they produced yarn in lowell um so i guess that's that's where they uh adopted the name from but anyways lowell was a small little town but they used to make the local paper all the time because there would be like knockdown drag out brawls at the city council meetings all the time. <laughs> the mayors, the mayor was always corrupt. Um, and people would go in and he would have people arrested. There were fist fights between the politicians a few times. It was crazy this this stuff that would go on. But uh,
0: yeah, man. Small town politics. What was that famous? What's that? Thailand, Thailand Congress just beating each other with mic stands. <laughs> just remember that video, like going over the going over the no, test I, I, I do the remember. Shit that. Out of each yeah. other, with, or maybe they're like just the uh, the flexible lamps. We need a little bit of more, we need that more of that energy in our yeah in our Congress, they need to be whipping well, each other's I mean, asses.
2: I tell you. Do you remember when uh, the, the Republican, uh, I don't know if he was uh, House or Senate, but it was during uh, one of Obama's uh, speeches. Um, he called him a liar. Obama yeah. said something, and he, he screamed out, liar. liar. And they
0: crucified <laughs> him over that. Oh, my God. And the media. Yeah, the media. Yes. How dare you? Just How for, dare you insult the new Messiah? Exactly. Just for saying
2: a word liar but if you look at that's parliament, like the n-word how dare you say yeah that? <laughs> you look at parliament over in the uk and how they treat one another i think there needs to be a more of that uh over here just the way that like if somebody says something in parliament that's uh kind of out of the way you may have 20 people back there that start yelling and booing and beating their canes or beating their <laughs> shoes on their seat it's the crazy wall. what they do before the i say yeah, <laughs> it's mullocks. But there, I mean, yeah, more, Oda! Oda! Than... Oda! more Oda! Than Oda! that, more that, and you just go
0: on. It's a bunch of soccer hooligans.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: actually, if that country was all soccer hooligans, it might stand a fighting chance there. But uh they took the cucked route. So mm-hmm. Good luck, UK. When There's have riots to be going so- on sorry i was just what? like there's all, all these countries france. are having riots now france mm-hmm. uh fucking italy mm.
1: well france has been having ones with the uh the yellow the uh yellow vest for, like quite a while oh. so. yeah. right
0: that's uh i want to talk about it uh the big thing that that the coup lockdowns did that mm-hmm. doesn't really get talked about much was, like, remember everybody biased. was reviting like hong kong People were rioting against the establishment all over the planet, and that that chilled that right the fuck out. And I remember that story I read where uh, the CCP had totally infiltrated the, the Hong Kong political system. Yeah, like you needed to pass the communist litmus test to uh, to get in. And so Hong Kong fell during all of this. So that got settled.
1: Yeah, then that pretty much. That uh, pretty much uh, they they came up on their time though you know because cause Hong Kong was a British colony and uh, mm-hmm. they were I guess the deal was like a hundred years of sovereignty or whatever and then uh, once that's up China pretty much scooped them right up <laughs> they they didn't they didn't hesitate so
0: yeah Hong, also, Hong, Kongers, also Hong Taiwan, Kongers are good are good people that that must be really troublesome for them
1: also taiwan is a uh isn't a country that's a lie
0: yeah, don't you say different or uh
1: your yeah, disney so, movie will uh, get
0: canceled
2: oh. oh man there's a comedian ron ron long uh oh ryan yeah ron yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Ryan he, Long. so he does a lot of like uh politically incorrect uh shorts that are on youtube and the one he did the other day was how he he's a uh a video editor for um more or less like china or for uh a company that uh oh god i can't remember how he phrased it but he was talking about how like they they changed the flags on the uh the the new top gun uh or, yeah, they they took out like all dawn. the homo yeah 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 they changed them all uh but then yeah they took out all the homosexual kisses and, <laughs> i mean it, it's it's dude his stuff is so funny just making fun of like the the woke culture yeah. well i mean
1: like but, look at look at the virtue signaling of the left and then look at chinese movies okay so like you know the the le- like the leftist people sit there you know and talk about how they support black people and BLM and all this shit, but then they'll cuck and shill for China. Well, look mm. at Chinese movies. They literally remove black people from their movies, okay? Like, they yeah. edit black people out of their fucking movies, all right? Like, that's ridiculous. and, yeah. and it, But you, but goddamn, let's not offend China. They're the, the the saviors of the universe, the beautiful CCP, the fucking, you know, I mean, it's insane, like you're know, like all the, like John Cena um yeah you know it just ridiculous like you you talk about a country that exists Taiwan and uh and then you got to go and apologize so your movies are able to be in China and in Chinese like the, apologize in Chinese and then yeah. like and then like the um well, Mandarin specifically, because uh, China hates Cantonese, too, by the way. So they they want to they want to make everybody who speaks Cantonese uh, speak Mandarin. Um, that's another big thing. Um, And Hong Kong Mandarin, too, is uh is 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 looked down upon, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, and then you got like the World Health Organization when that uh, Taiwanese girl was doing that interview with the guy and. Oh yeah. Sorry. I didn't hear that question. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. And then he just hangs up on her it's like, Holy shit, man. Like it's obvious. These people are CCP shills. Like it's, it's just beyond fucking obvious. Like, yeah. And like I said, they do, they do heinous shit. They treat their workers like shit. They, they are genociding an entire group of people right now. They, uh, they they treat black people over there like shit. Like, you know, you want to talk about a, a culture that has a ra a problem a problem a serious problem with racism? Look no further than the Chinese Communist Party. because um, it, it's it's certainly prevalent there, to the point where they even edit them out of movies. So mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, hey, no they're the, they're, You they're know more greatest. breakfast <laughs> You wait now. <laughs> I want to kiss you all over.
2: (laughs) Every every time I drive by, there's a a local Chinese buffet down here. And uh, I have to say it, man. Hey, you know what breakfast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny.
1: But yeah, I don't don't know, man. What are you boys going
2: to do about the the mask mandates? Y'all want to ignore it? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Real>? <laughs> what?
1: what? <laughs> I mean, I
0: I kind of curtailed my behavior to uh just avoid places over the last year, but I'm gonna get well, I'm gonna double down and go extra obnoxious with it. If they start me dating masks, I'm just gonna go in everywhere, even if they don't have a reason for it.
1: The only time I've worn one is because you know I do have health issues and I have to go to specialist doctors all the time. And they right. they I mean they will not let you into those appointments. Mm-hmm. And I cannot get my blood work and my medicine if I do not fucking go into those places. So, yeah, the same I with me. Stuck Nathan. stuck cucking at that point, but uh, yep. anywhere been... else? I was to say anywhere else though. Like I I remember most of the time when I went to Walmart, the the biggest thing is uh, uh, you know, they'll be like, I'll, I'll start walking in and be like, uh, sir, do you need a mask? And I'll be like, nope. <laughs> And just keep going, like fuck them, dude.
0: Well, Walmart ended their mask mask Mm -hmm. uh, requirement early on because somebody got killed over it, pretty uh, like early into the whole lockdown thing, and they repealed it nationally shortly
1: after that. Go ahead, Walmart. I want to say live on air. Corey's a piece of shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny, (laughs) buddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <speak>. <laughs> yeah. oh.
0: that's that
1: was a zinger
0: gay but. and disabled is it, yeah.
1: he's he's obs- he's obsessed <laughs> with gay he talks about gay shit uh, all the time dude it's like all he thinks about so it's it's fine i'm not the one that was, talking about it all the time that was too funny he's yeah, like i showed him i showed him my keyboard of arm earlier. wrestling videos <laughs> <laughs> I showed him my keyboard earlier, and the first thing that came to his mind was "cum." So I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> hey, he's just—he's just—he's just, just obsessed with gay, dude. He's—I he, am, I, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with it, Corey. There ain't nothing wrong with it, dude. If that's has <laughs> got you, kids, don't he? Yeah, different of strokes, he of kids, different. Yeah. Uh, hey, he's got kids, but there's plenty. Of, there's plenty of people who are using his, his cover-ups, man. That's all I'm it's saying. Like every right?
0: politician. My so, my know. keyboard's just packed full of cigarette ash.
1: If he if he I mean if he wants to swing that way, dude, more we're power to him. I ain't I ain't going to judge. I mean, we're all gay now.
0: Haven't you haven't you heard? You
1: you, you ain't got to lie to kick it, my friend.
0: <laughs> Everybody's gay now.
1: Not speaking of keyboards packed with random shit, man. I remember uh back in my early 20s, I used to hang out with the one of the network and I mutual friends. He was actually the vocalist in our in our band. Uh his name's Wyatt. And uh he, this motherfucker, he would get, like, crackhead about fucking weed. Like, he, he'd always break up weed and shit for his joints or roll joints over his keyboard. So his keyboard would just get filled with fucking crumbs of weed. And whenever he, like, had no money for weed anymore, he'd sit there and just shake the fucking keyboard out and roll up these joints with, like, shake with hair and fucking crumbs and everything else. There's fucking a amount of cat hair shit. that
0: gets into my keyboard.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus, I'm not touching the weed that...
1: In there, that's that's lost <laughs> weed.
0: You write that weed off. <laughs> the like length some people go to.
1: I'm telling you, dude. I there've been many times. It was a mix of cigarette ash and weed and fucking hair and crumbs. And it's just like, I and I you want to hit this man. Fuck no. Like I ain't, ain't smoking that shit.
0: <laughs> fucking huff huff compressed air or something. Well, i've seen too, him right? I, I, I've seen,
1: <laughs> I seen him. do it i've seen him do it before <laughs> i remember uh back when we were i did we were probably it was probably before we were 18 I uh, probably 16 or 17 we used to go to the local venue all the time and that's where i met all these people that's where i met network and everything because i live like 40 minutes away from all of them and uh I didn't have a lot of friends at the school I went to. I was friends with all the people from the high school 40 fucking minutes away because we were all into the metal scene and we all played in bands and just, you know, three or four times a week would go to this venue and hang out and fucking listen to music or play music or do whatever. And, um, god damn, I remember one day he just... I, he just starts coming out of a fucking car like wobbling all over the place i'm like what the fuck dude and he's just like oh yeah man i just hit some fucking air duster dude and everything's going wop 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 I'm like what fucking idiot
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that wow shit... i made
0: a joke you so he actually did that
1: <laughs> yeah 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 oh man that kid would just do all kinds of stupid shit dude I look back on it, and I'm just like, you know, I used to think that guy was cool. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: <clears throat> there was a girl that was addicted to the air duster on one of the, uh, the oh god, I remember like that intervention or yeah, one I thought of that was bullshit. That they had. Yeah, I don't know how you could be uh,
1: addicted to that. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean it was. It was nuts, that that entire episode. Uh, I think she may have ended up dying. I think every uh, I dumbass
1: know. kid is, at least in my experience, has at least tried it once. And it's awful. I, I mean, you just I, feel I, like I, dog yeah, I, shit, dude. <laughs>
2: like, I could say I, I, that's something I've never tried, like uh, that or like huffing fumes of any sort, like gas like, or paint. Yeah, I remember like crazy people would do, like do like gas. Glue.
0: I've done you know. a ton of whippets, but uh,
2: well, uh yeah, but I mean a whole it's fucking
1: nitrous, whole Like that's all yeah. <laughs> that's like a legitimate drug. Like having yeah, gold, right. gold, <laughs> like... gold or silver spray paint out of a rag is a yes. legitimate way to get stoned. Like they just fucked up. My
0: buddy my <laughs> buddy was working with this guy for a while and he was this guy was just real dumb and you could never you never really knew why. But it turned out this this guy as a child he was obsessed with the, the huffing exhaust fumes like right off the tailpipe of the car when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. He gave wow. that all that. All brain damage is, early on.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, all that's doing is starving you from oxygen with CO2. Yeah, I know. So
0: he, he grew up dumb.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Huffing yeah. exhaust off of a running Whoa. car. I gotta the, say he was probably uh, dumb before he did it. I mean, you, you well, can't I, ever, I don't you see could, a smart person doing that. I was gonna say, you can't be too intelligent and start huffing got your car fumes.
2: <laughs> Have you ever you guys ever watched the, uh, the Wild and Wonderful Whites? Uh,
1: no. no
2: really Yo, okay y'all definitely need to watch the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia um, oh no yeah duh. i have
1: now that you say yes. that yeah with, yeah with i have jesco
2: yeah yeah, yeah. like johnny yeah. N- dick house productions is the one yeah who did the documentary yeah jesco white he lives like one or two counties away from me but i was that was his thing was huffing huffing uh gas and paint and stuff and dude, dude that's he's a on fuck, there bragging that's a fucked
1: up fucking movie dude <laughs> like you. well i mean no, what well,
2: not movie i mean uh, uh a well. crazy movie is uh is gummo that i was talking about earlier when he was talking about rabbits and well, you know but n- okay a Gum- documentary <clears throat> Do- <laughs> a documentary
1: yeah a documentary yeah. i mean yeah still but you know gummo i knew gummo was I fucked up gummo, yeah I knew Gummo was fucked up when the opening scene is a kid tying his fucking dog up to a wagon and and drowning it off of a fucking boat dock. Like I was just like, okay, this movie's fucked. Like it's Gummo, anybody who, anybody can do that to a pupper. That's there there's yeah. something not right with them. Like the first time,
2: like if I tell anybody to watch Gummo, I I, I don't know, why know you my do experience that. with it. Yeah. Well, guys, you've got to see it. Everybody's got to see it
1: eating like, fucking spaghetti I, in the bathtub did. <laughs> oh, that's what I was
2: going to say. Yes. Like I can't I cannot hear a Madonna song without thinking about that scene of him down there working out with with silverware and in, in front of that mirror playing Madonna. Oh man, it's just nuts, but I I let people know. I say now listen, you're going to watch this uh this movie and it will change your life. Like I was not right for 2 or 3 days after seeing it i was like what did i just watch you know it was like that for a few days
1: it was like one of my girlfriend's favorite movies of all time she she made me watch that and i was just like there's something there's something wrong with you like how the fuck do you watch this
2: Uh, (laughs) it was nuts it yeah it 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 changed me for for days. I was but not she, right.
1: She liked all kinds of fucked up movies. Gummo, fucking hard candy, like shit like that. Man, I was like man, this, is, this is all yeah, fucked up. Movies this is thing. some weird movies. Yeah, yeah. Gummo, I I I'm with you, Dusty. Man, I I wasn't right for quite a few days after watching that shit, dude. You just that's one of those movies you just can't ever wash from your head either after you see. Yeah. It. Like you remember every scene of it just fucking vividly. I, like I mean, the,
2: the the guy with the uh the sister with Down syndrome, how he's yeah. prostituting her out to like yeah. young kids. Uh yeah, dude. Just craziness. everything about
1: that movie from start to finish is about as fucked up of imagination mm-hmm. that someone could have. Like
2: Well, actually I think the scene, you know, with the midget and we're in there it's like near the end of the movie. Um that's more or less like that stuff was really happening that was like nothing scripted that party or whatever it was that they were in because i had saw something about the making of it and that was just like some some real video that they were taking so whatever was happening in that scene and it's been so many years since i've saw the movie now i can't really remember but that that is real so yeah there's a mix of real life and some acting in there but yeah, what a crazy movie. I first found out about it. I didn't know what it was. Um, The movie um, Belly with uh, Nas and DMX. They're, there's a scene where they're playing scenes from Gummo. It's the rabbit scene. And I'm like, what is this? And we finally figured out what it was. And uh, that's, that's how I, I came across the movie, was from watching the movie Belly. So, but yeah, it was, uh, insightful. How's that? (laughs) Yeah, that's how how you
1: want to describe it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I, I would rate that up there with, uh, I don't know. You know, it's like you, you see a lot of gory and crazy horror films, and I just feel like, uh, that movie's more of a psychological fucking horror than <laughs> anything yeah. else I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not even a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just that fucked. Yeah, I mean, if you knew, if you knew my ex girlfriend too, you'd you'd know. Like, it makes a lot of sense. The, the, that would be her favorite movie. It's like Jesus Christ. Oh, if it's the one we've talked about before, then yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, dual citizenship girl. Uh, yeah, huh. yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah, she. I, uh, I
0: remember to, to remember this. Go ahead, man.
1: I think some of it too is like she's she was like an artist, you know, and so anything that was just out there avant garde as you could possibly fucking get, it was it was like the highest form of art, you know. It's like. She's really into that postmodern fucking bullshit. So, which I, I was always into. I think postmodernism was the death of art. Um, I, I, I was really into fucking, you know, I, I like religious inspired art, you know, that's always been my thing. Like, um, uh, churches, mosques, you know, crazy religious paintings, that, that shit's always been the best. So, yeah. Um, I mean, 'cause it's, uh, it's like I've people... seen this
0: girl for a while. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say people people back then actually understood technique and, and could paint things like you know, real in realism and, and whatever. Now it's like people are literally blowing paint up their asshole and shitting it on a canvas yeah, God. and getting getting a yeah. million dollars for it. So
0: that invisible statue sold for a few hundred thousand dollars recently. It was just... <laughs>
1: I mean, it's there. You know, the it's like it. It's like uh, you know, that episode of "It's Always Sunny" where where he's making fun of Andy Warhol, basically.
0: Right, I'll go kablogia.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's and way they, over the top. And it's like they paint the picture and then cover it up with white and sell it or whatever. It's like I, I mean, you know that 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 shit's real though. Like they, Andy Warhol. I, Literally put blank fucking canvases in an arrangement on the wall, and that shit sold for like millions of dollars. It's like, that's not art. That's bullshit. Like, that's fucking garbage. It's, that's money laundering. <laughs> that's all that is. Yeah. All that yeah. is. That's postmodern art, garbage, money laundering, fucking art scene. That's all that shit is. Speaking... So. Let's see if I can
0: practice. Oh, I lost it already. But. I was reading this article earlier uh, the White House had taken steps to ensure that the, purch- the people who purchased Hunter Biden's are, remained anonymous but apparently some of those buyers have ties to uh, CCP
1: of course they do it, that's yeah. why it's anonymous <laughs> you Yeah. Knew, you <laughs> knew from the beginning yeah. it was going to be like fucking CCP and Ukrainians and random shit like that that were buying it like Oh, here's the payoff for not ratting us out. So uh, we'll Next continue he's to write a you. book. We'll continue giving filling you with uh, coke and and Chinese fucking hookers if you uh, just keep your mouth shut.
0: Jesus, that guy! Think about media media or blatant media favoritism, or just the the bias of the media has never shown so brightly as when. you know dealing with hunter biden because even if that guy was like a cousin of trump or like somebody had worked with at one point what they would have done
1: the 15 cousins removed like it don't matter (laughs) he would have been crucified Mm -hmm. for anything
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) they just didn't pay any attention to that and you've got drug use firearm felonies Incests, pedophilia. It's just the list is endless.
1: My favorites just like I said, you know you where they're doing that whole th- their interview with fucking uh Chipman. a Chippy boy. Oh god. Oh and, yeah, Jesus. And the fucking goddamn bridge goblin. Um you know, it's like Tom Cotton, he brought up a really good le- legitimate fucking thing. Like, okay, so You guys want to go after people who, uh, you know, knowingly committed crimes, uh, you know, when, when signing up for these fucking, you know, when doing background checks and doing the forms to get a firearm, it's like, you got, you know, this fucking guy did it. You know, he was high on crack and fucking throwing, (laughs) throwing firearms and trash cans and shit. But it's like, are you going to go after him? Well, Covered up by the (laughs) secret
0: service. I've never had somebody (laughs) give me like the willies, the way that. Shipman does. There's just something about that guy that I find extremely unsettling.
1: Uh, he he literally looks like like something from one of our fucking Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. Like yeah. you know, it's like hey, some goblin we fought, you know, like in a, in a dungeon <laughs> somewhere. Like uh, that guy's that guy's fucking hideous.
0: I'm gonna bring up a Chipman meme. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Dave is a way. I'm glad that's catching on. That's what I started calling them really early. The Waco, the Waco kid. kid. Yeah. Also known as Child Killer Chipman. Dave Crispy <laughs> Kids Chipman, among others. I like this one because it's a... It's funny you mentioned fucking D&D because this is like an RPG-styled breakdown. Thanks all semi-autos are over 20 autos over 22s are assault weapons minus 100 critical thinking minus a thousand rights passive ability doesn't even view you as a human we'll send people to kill you and your entire family for putting 11 rounds in a magazine or even having a <laughs> detachable magazine to begin with.
1: flash Flashbang your uh, dog
0: <laughs> we're going looper style when everybody just had the fucking shotguns and uh and revolvers, but even those shotguns were tube fed. They were pump action. Scatter guns.
1: Yeah, fuck Fucking you, can, stupid. you you can you can make competition skeet shooting shotguns more than 10 rounds with a big ass long tube magazine. So is that illegal yeah. now too? Is is comp is I'd sports imagine. skeet shooting illegal now? Is 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 a that an assault detachable. shotgun?
2: <laughs> maybe maybe those clay pigeons are wearing Kevlar. <laughs> I get what Biden said oh, about clear I don't know all clay like, species well, are protected or, now. or no, play pigeons the other,
0: are protected species
1: that's the other insanity though like a lot of these politicians are pushing to ban owning body armor like personal protection mm-hmm. it's like Reception that's crazy gross. you know if uh, it, it's one of those deals like you know if if someone breaks into my house you know I've got the I've got the plate carrier with the fucking mags in it and my, you know, go to fucking firearm to defend my family. And, uh, the, the more I can minimize risk from, uh, someone attacking me in my home, the better. It's the same with suppressors. Like if someone breaks into my house who has a gun or a knife and they're trying to do bad to me, um, I shouldn't have to blow my fucking eardrums out in my house because I, you know, I I shoot at this person to to defend my life and my family. Um, yeah, and that's that's one of the biggest things about suppressor. It's like we got on this the other day, you know, and and Hammer was talking about, you know, it's like I never he, used one
0: before, and then I went yeah. and used a bunch of them, and the difference is fucking staggering, as far as. But, like, still, injury to my ears.
1: Still, it isn't like fucking video no. game Hollywood. No, quiet.
0: it's loud. It's loud, but it's not painful if you, loud.
1: If you started shooting a suppressed firearm out in the middle of a fucking crowd, if you're some psycho, you know, and you're trying to commit a crime or do something fucking crazy... People are still going to notice. It's not yeah. quiet. It, there's still gunshots. It's, <laughs> it's it's not quiet. You know, it's not like you just autom- automatically, you know, covers your entire position, and no one is ever going to figure out where you're at. Like, you know, there's still muzzle flash with a the suppressor. There's still sound with a suppressor. Like, it 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 just you know, it reduces decibels to a safer level, especially for a you know self defense firearm for your home you know you're not blowing your fucking eardrums out or your family's eardrums i mean what if you got a baby in your house and some robber breaks in and he's got a gun and you, you know you got your fucking baby in the crib in there and you're firing off a firearm and and you know a child's ears are extremely sensitive let alone an adult yeah. but but a baby you know it's they don't like have this... the wherewithal
0: to all the cover them up either yeah
1: these <laughs> are these are you know these are things that uh people like me and people all over the firearm uh, world have talked about you know talking points forever it's like the 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 suppressor is not Hollywood quiet it's not something that's gonna you know allow crime to take place better because uh factually um, you can look up FBI crime statistics about suppressors and in the entire history of suppressors there's been you know, probably less than a percentage of gun crimes over a hundred year period that's been done with a suppressor. It's 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 a non issue. I, I mean, it's a non issue, and it goes back to that thing again. Even if a criminal wanted it, they're still gonna buy it illegally because they're a fucking criminal. Uh, you know, it's like making a law that prohibits a you know law abiding citizen from owning it. Yeah, does nothing but prevent that law abiding citizen from owning it and then, you know, some thug, some criminal is going to go out and fucking buy it anyways or they're going to put a potato on the end of the motherfucker or or a fucking pillow or whatever the fuck and they're just going to shoot someone anyways. It's not going to make yeah. a fucking difference, you know, and that's that's the thing that I think's crazy. And I mean, at, you know, and I I watch a lot of firearm channels and I watch a lot of firearm history and I watch a lot of stuff about firearm laws from different countries. And you know, while There's countries like Norway and Sweden and stuff like that who do have restrictive firearm laws about, you know, you have to keep your guns at a gun club, but you can still own them. You just can't keep them at your house. Even those countries allow you to just willy-nilly purchase a fucking suppressor from a store. You don't have to have a, a tax stamp. There's no legislation against it. It's just fucking absurd, man. Even even extremely gun restrictive countries allow you to purchase a fucking suppressor. Like, but the land That's of the silliness. free, home of the brave, biggest fucking gun loving country ever, y'all you, know, you, you need a two hundred dollar tax stamp. You need to be on a registry, you need to submit all your fingerprints, you need to wait an entire fucking year. I mean, it's insane, dude. Like, there's there's no reason for it. Like, I can get the argument in a way. About things like fully automatic firearms, Um, but I mean, you know, even then, the amount of crimes that's been committed over time, you know, with fully automatic weapons in the United States, (laughs) minimal, has been next to nothing. Um, You know, there was certain crimes, which is like the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre, which sparked the 1930s, you know, uh, National Firearms Act.
0: We're gonna go on a stretch, but you know, there was probably false flag psyop. <laughs> yeah. they were just a lot easier to yeah. pull <clears> off <throat> yeah
1: i don't well, know if it
0: was used to create just overwhelming uh legislation yeah, i have probably. my doubts about that i have my doubts well, I, about that
1: because because i mean there is a lot of historical accounts of like you know you've got bonnie and clyde running from people with the fucking browning automatic rifle outgunning the police and shooting the fuck out of them with it and everything i mean you know these these are things that happened. I mean, there's historical accounts for it. It isn't just a psyop. I mean, I I I get it. Like I get the thought process because nowadays all we do is live in a fucking world where most of this shit is manufactured. Let's be honest. But nothing new um, under
0: the sun. It's just
1: hard to get then, away with. Now. But even <laughs> then, what you have like a couple accounts and history of it being done. Um, you know, and and the fact is, is like. When the National Firearms Act was implemented in the 30s, um, it was a $200 tax stamp then. Now, the $200 price has never changed over over the period of time. But $200 in the 30s is a lot of fucked money. And all that did was gate normal c- uh, citizens, you know, monetarily out of the ability to purchase these weapons. Um, but, you know, you're, you're talking about the people they were trying to stop with this idea were like... You know, bank robbers and mafioso types who had more money than God at the fucking time. So it's like, yeah, do, you right. think a, do you think a $200 tax stamp meant shit to those people? Or if they weren't just going to buy the guns illegally back then anyways? Like, I mean, it, it's... it. Once again, it goes back to this thing. These type of restrictive laws do nothing but, you know eliminate law abiding citizens from owning any of this shit while criminals just buy whatever the fuck they want anyways uh, it's stupid yeah,
0: add any finable offense to that list
1: is in my this... opinion in my opinion these legislations like these whole things is because you've got a government currently that is corrupt that knows it's fucking corrupt and does not want people to have a equal footing against them and use a second amendment right for what it was meant to be used for and 100%. it scares the hell out of them you know yeah it it has nothing to do with keeping people safe these people you think these people in fucking washington give a shit whether you know uh billy bob and fucking you know jose shoot each other in the fucking street no they don't give a shit they don't give a fuck about anybody's life in this country okay they give a shit about their position and what threatens their position more is an uprising against people, uh, you know, uprising from people who oppose the tyrannical laws that they impose and the, you know, bullshit, any of the bullshit legislation they come up with. They want to secure their position in their jobs for decades to come. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you keep you keep implementing all kinds of tyrannical shit against people There's gonna be some good old boys, Uh, and glowies. I'm not. I'm not fucking promoting anything here. You know, I I ain't saying nothing. But it's just like, you know, people. There will be people. These militia types that you're scared of, Um, that
0: you're making, (laughs) actively manufacturing these people.
1: Yeah, you're basically pushing these people in the radicalization when all they want to do is be left the fuck alone. That's the reality of it. And, uh, you know, you keep you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing, you're going to deal with these types of fucking people. And I personally don't want to deal with these types of people. I don't want crazy, radical fucking people. I don't want... That's what civil... we got right now, but they're all I don't on want the c- left. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want civil war and, and, and fucking gunfights in the street. I want to just... Go to work, come home, get fucking drunk, do my podcast, play video games. That's what I want to do. I don't want any of the goddamn civil wars or any of the crazy uprisings or any fucking nut job shit. You know, I don't want to be part of radicalized bullshit. I don't want to do none of that. But it's like the fact is, is that these people keep pushing and they keep pushing. You know, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get fucking radicalized Militia people that you're talking about, the people you're scared of, and it's like that's you know that's where it's going. And like right. I said, it's you know, it you can't keep doing it. It's like you can't keep fucking doing this to to law abiding citizens because after a while, law abiding citizens are uh, not going to be so law abiding, and yeah. they're going to they're, they're going to radicalize. This is a you know a pattern that repeats over and over in history. You keep taking away people's rights. You keep oppressing them. Radicalization is right around the fucking corner. And when uh, you
0: when you outlaw people for like fundamental parts of their existence, um, you know you create the resistance right there or the opposing force that's going to try to come after you.
1: And uh, point out something my old man said in chat. You know, a good a good weapon with a great trigger is more lethal than an automatic. I mean. These, these laws against automatic weapons and stuff are fucking stupid because, l- let's be honest, if you do not train on a consistent basis, anybody who's ever went someplace and shot an automatic weapon, um, there's some places, uh, you know, about an hour and a half away from me where you can go all day and rent automatic weapons and just, you know, shoot to your heart's content. Um, you can't. Is that hit the range the ro- they
0: use to fake uh, terrorist attacks in another country? <laughs> or was that an architect? No. Well, they should legalize them because it would give them more stock footage to use. Just gun um, ra- gun rages all around the country using automatic weapons.
1: But new, the, but re- the,
0: re- new rebellion started in Syria.
1: But the point I have to make is that you know, it takes a very, very skilled and trained person. Um, most military personnel, uh, uh, the average guy in the army. Uh, cannot control an automatic weapon on a skill level to where they can hit targets consistently with it. It is a suppressive fire mechanism. You know, the, the idea of banning uh, an automatic weapon is just silly in general because you a, a good shooter, a good practice shooter with a semi-automatic rifle can do way more than someone spraying and praying with a fucking automatic weapon. I mean, especially if you're untrained. If you're not sitting there every day, all day learning the recoil patterns of this gun and how to control it and do whatever and the average person doesn't do that um so i mean it took me it it took me
2: forever to to be able to shoot like a fairly tight tight grouping like rapid fire with the handgun you know oh yeah a a lot of practice with that and i mean i I can only imagine
1: yeah yeah like like a 380 a 9 millimeter i mean Mm -hmm. uh you know, I find my I'm, – I'm a fairly, fairly skilled shooter, and I have a hard time, you know, with follow-up shots and, and constantly, you know, rapid firing a firearm yeah. at, at any point. And the average person who is a skilled shooter has a hard time doing that. So, I mean, it's like the idea that you're going to be able to cause some mass damage with an automatic Jeez. weapon is, yeah. is ridiculous. Anybody who's ever shot one would know that. Let's you're not going to hit vegas the broadside incident. barn of shit <laughs> oh,
2: how, how many people were were shot in the vegas incident Do you know offhand
0: none
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> i i i you know i hate to get tinfoil but there was a bit of crisis actors and a bit of uh, oh yeah there was a ton was there,
2: there was a ton but that's that's not the point of what i'm saying Let's say what was the number that they even said is what I'm getting at. It, it was, was like five hundred injured or something. It
1: was like it was like yeah, but it was like a stampede. As far, <laughs> yeah. as far as deaths, it was like ten or something out of yeah, like thousand a- thousands of thousands. rounds of automatic fire. Yes. You know? It's yeah. Like, so you, you and if that guy set up there with a fucking bolt axe and rifle with a scope on it.
2: Oh, he could picked them off one by one and had a way higher count in the amount of time.
1: And, that, and I'm talking not even an internalized magazine. You know, that's a mm-hmm. single-feed fucking bolt yeah. action. He could have hit that much more fucking people than just spraying a fucking automatic weapon out the window. Yep. The <laughs> idea that automatic weapons have some sort of bearing on your fucking high score as a psycho is pretty null and void. And in most of these people who... Would go out to commit any kind of, <coughs> you know, heinous crime like this, anyways. Which, as far as I'm concerned, um, just about I would say 99.9 percent of gun owners hate fucking people like this, myself included. Uh, anybody who would go out and do some sort of fucking shooting against innocent people.
0: Oh, great. Here comes some more crazy regulations. Yeah, uh, is a, is, a,
1: is is a piece of shit and uh and the reason i carry a firearm is to stop people like that um you know and, mm-hmm. th- and that's the thing but it's like most of the time these people are one-off fucking psychos they're not good with a firearm just look at the uh, uh one of the biggest examples i have it should be easy as fuck to hit some something with a shotgun right like i mean mm-hmm. it, it's got a spread it's whatever so you uh, know About a decade ago, there was a guy named Randy Stairs, and he was a fucking tranny. uh, uh, Oh, oh no, he
0: said it. We're gone. (laughs) He
1: was was a fucking uh, tranny, brony fucking psychopath that hated the world and thought that he was part of Danny Phantom and the Ghost Girl Squad, and he could go out and shoot all these people and kill himself and become a ghost girl. Well, he went to the grocery store that he worked for, and shot over a 100 fucking rounds of buckshot and hit, like, one person with it. So, I mean, it's like most of the time these people are so unskilled and so fucking terrible at what they do anyways that giving them something as hard to control and ridiculous as an automatic weapon that takes a high, high, high amount of skill, um, they they wouldn't be able to accomplish nothing with it anyways. And a highly skilled police officer on a SWAT team or something that would respond to this could just easily fucking double tap this guy out of existence with almost no mm-hmm. threat. You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's just, and that's the thing. It's, it's you know, you look at military tactics, you look at police tactics. Are they spraying automatic weapons? Not really. Um, you know, squad automatics and, uh, and light machine guns in the military are, once again, as I mentioned before, They're a form of suppressive fire. Uh, They're to keep people's head down so you can move and and make tactical moves in the field. The work is done mainly with a semi-automatic, you know, doing doing semi-automatic fire with precision shots. And the majority of any kind of police or military work is done with, guess what, semi-automatic weapons with precision shots from people who are very trained and very skilled. So, like I said again, the idea uh, that uh, you know banning automatic weapons is going to do something, you know, that's just fucking stupid. And I, I've never agreed with it. It's, it's, you know, it's fun to go out and shoot an automatic weapon or or do whatever, you know. I mean, and it, it, it's, it's, it's. We we call it the fun switch in the gun world for a reason. I mean, it it'll put a big fucking smile on your face, you know, the first time you ever fucking shoot something uh, like
0: that. To, uh, no, I sent you a a message on Discord with a link to one of my favorite web but i found it on youtube i don't know if you want to play that real quick i think you know which one it is this one always just tickles me all
1: right hold on yeah
0: yeah a little preview (laughs) hey it's a machine gun but yeah it brings a smile to your face and like if you're using something like that you're doing a lot of suppressing that just always tickled me in the right way
2: (laughs) so my my parents they, they go on a lot of cruises and my mom listens to a podcast that um I don't know. It gives a lot of updates on on cruises and just the stuff that's going on in that world. And uh, basically, what's going on now with cruises? Um, they're segregating the ships. So, it, I mean, it comes down to like uh, she sent me a podcast that I listened to a little bit of it yesterday in the day but it was uh, two different guys explaining on the one of them went on a Mediterranean cruise. The other guy uh, left out of somewhere and went down to Nassau. But um, uh, uh, the second guy, what he was saying is basically they ask for your uh, passport, your vaccine passport, and you can refuse, but if you refuse it. So you're not having to, to prove that you are vaccinated to get on the cruises right now, but if you refuse to show it, you, uh, you have to segregate. Yeah, and, yeah. They
0: put you in steerage. You go yeah, dance more, with the rest of the Irish.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. More or less. But that's where the good whiskey is. I'm going to go
0: hang out with it again.
2: <laughs> so they're doing that on the cruises and men, um, honestly, you know, I, and I think we've talked about this before, the, the 80s, the 90s, and the early 2000s. We really worked hard to, um, to get over segregation, racism, and I really think that we as a society... And when I say us as a society, I just mean us as individuals, the the common man, you know, we're having to work together, like I'm saying in a workplace, you know, Um, race to me has really been a non-issue. I've I've not seen racism personally in the workplace. And like I said, I I worked for a major airline and
1: it was a national
0: news. Be yeah. national news that's well, well
2: i'm just saying everybody gets along you know and like, there ain't no
1: place for that shit anyways like it's fucking
2: no crazy. there's not there's yeah. not but but i'm saying up you know up into the uh early 2000 i'd say you know 2000 maybe 14 is when things started to turn around in my opinion
0: uh, i think it and, was the uh beer summit that obama did that they made big news about that black professor being harassed by the cops. And yeah. It was, yeah. it was brought to a national attention. I feel like that was the firing pistol for the new mm-hmm. racial conflict that came afterward. I could agree with that. Yeah. I but, mean, I mean it, probably, it could have started before that. That's just. It, it, out yeah, in my mind
2: Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I could, I could definitely see that even like I I've said, Dave Chappelle, the end of Chappelle show would be immediately canceled now and to me what what like the the co-creator of the Chappelle show was a white guy
0: yeah you know so wasn't it neil
1: yeah yeah i'm pretty positive it was neil over Uh, in the
0: corner taking notes
1: yeah the Chappelle show was for for everybody it it made fun of exactly that's what i'm saying of everybody yes every person's from all walks of life every race Mm -hmm. every creed loved the fucking Chappelle show that, it took, yeah, a, it took first, a piss at, sure, it took a piss at stupid stereotypes and all kinds of shit. it was just fun like, yeah it wasn't for everybody they you
0: know. made fun of everybody
2: yeah but it uh you know the Chappelle show itself was showing me i mean and you know there was uh sporadic racism here and there and you're always going to have that you know i mean that's that's something you're never going to be able to completely abolish But uh, the Chappelle show itself showed me that that we had uh, really broken down barriers um, like we've never seen before. But with, I I mean, one, I could see that the segregation is going to come back with the people that have the jab and the people that don't. And two, I, I, I don't know what the elites have been trying to do over the last few years. Um, If, if they've been trying purposely to um, cause a race war, I don't know. Uh, But it, it seems like it to me, you know, I just, I don't understand how people today can, can sit there and say that like, this is the worst that things have ever been between us as a country, as far as race goes. When wow. I can, I, you know, I can look at, you know, the 1970s and before that, and uh, see everything that was going going on. You know, um, how they think that like the last six years have have just been horrible. Um, I don't see how somebody could sit on, you know, like the syndicated news channels and you know spout speech like that off
0: because um, <laughs> they're communist propagandists but yeah, it's, funny mean, it, it's, it's funny that it's funny the divisionary lines that they've drawn because they i mean they try to start a race war but the uh-huh. lines that they said and were so heavily political yeah like they don't get that you know the right isn't a bunch of racists who will just push anybody right. of a different color out like mm-hmm. In the black right, conservatives isn't... are fucking like i fucking love black conservatives i want there to be as many black conservatives as there's possible a lot
1: of, there's a lot of cubano fucking conservatives yeah you know? dude the, I mean, the, yeah. The, the fucking
0: latino trump parades the a vehicles that was insane yeah. like I was like, God, no one's no one's complaining about that shit. We want as many anti-communist Cubans as we can possibly fucking well, get.
1: The, the the racial idea that uh you know conservatives are nothing but yeah. vanilla white guys who are all oh. racist is oh, the is Asian ridiculous. conservatives? Yeah. There's a
0: massive massive amount of Asian uh, conservatives. But then again, we... they drew another divisionary line real quick. Um, with this vax shit, because that makes their little section even smaller because the, the the like the non-jabbed people are on either side of the line and on the left there that's a big percentage of that is the black community so they're singling mm-hmm. them out too we'll take well, those guys I don't, where we don't I care live, where big I live, tent come on
1: where i live we have a very massive population of people from india and uh indians are very conservative people too right? oh yeah and, uh, but i mean you know one thing i want to mention as far as the jab and uh you know, segregation of jabbed and unjabbed, is that um, historically um, you have a lot of hesitancy within the uh, the black community in America, and understandably so, as far uh, as, yeah. you, know, when it, when, you know, when it comes to getting vaccinations and things like that. Um, as Biden
2: it. said,
0: the
1: white
2: community, community the should have the same. The
1: <laughs> but, I mean, you know, uh, there there is a historical precedent, um, you can look back and see that uh, black people were experimented on with with things that were supposed to be vaccinations to prevent diseases and things like that, and in reality they were being uh, injected with AIDS and syphilis and all kinds of horrendous shit and left to basically die, and uh, Mm -hmm. some of the most racist, eugenic shitty fucking programs you could ever think of and you want to expect um you know the black community to just readily take things like that at this point uh, so, and, it's, i mean that but, happened
0: to everybody but it's widely known in the black community
1: that, uh, i mean it, was, it was yeah but it, even more so specifically targeted at, at black people and well, those
0: um, yeah, those specific programs, but you like the polio to... vaccine was another one of those, and that was largely but, white population,
1: yeah. But it's like you want to talk about segregating the jabbed and the unjabbed, like you're going to start segregating a huge portion of the black community that you say you, as a leftist, you know, uh, value and uh, are fighting oh, for. Yeah. And it's like you know, oh, we're that's... finding
0: hypocrisy with positions of the left. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: But but like everything they do that's you know that it's a ridiculous point because it's like you know there's a i I know I know a lot of fucking you know black guys I've talked to over the years specifically being in conspiracy theory circles and and different podcast communities and stuff like that you'll actually find a very large black community in those circles and uh and a big oh, yeah, part yeah. of it is beca- a big part of it is because their community has been specifically targeted, you know, with mm-hmm. things like this. And uh, they have every right to be fucking skeptical and uh, upset and, you know, and and be completely hesitant to want to believe that somebody's got their best interest when it comes to shit like this. And so. <laughs>
2: As we all start... should be. Though. <laughs> yeah, but I it's think X cubed for is one of the one of the best or the, the most outspoken, I guess right now in my opinion as a black man in this community um just the topics that he talks about specifically you know i mean i'm glad that we have somebody like him in the community that's standing up for what they believe and putting out good information
1: which i'm gonna i'm actually gonna get with x cubed um this like like it's gonna be ugly to, baby but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be sexy man do you, oh. see, do, you, do you see us man we'll be we'll be the southern thunder baby um no but uh, a lot of
0: racist leftists have told me that mixed babies are the cutest babies
1: well I they will be when me and x cube get done with it um <laughs> no but uh I'm, I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> you're
0: adding new layers of the weird <laughs>
1: i'm gonna get with him this this week um i really want to try to get him because i mean i know he was talking about sundays are good for him and uh his youtube mm-hmm. ban or whatever should come off by the end of the week and yeah. uh i really want to try so to get you, him on on the sunday do, show you, do sunday. youtube
0: bands it prohibits you from appearing on other shows as well well, it would, would probably get, get us banned it, too? It, it would
1: get us <laughs> it would get us it, it actually yeah with terms of service wise it would get uh, us banned for featuring someone yeah. who currently has a ban and it's the same on Twitch if you uh, co-op a stream with somebody who has a current ban your channel will get banned as well so
0: yep that's fucking ridiculous well and, uh, this gives us a chance to bring up uh, what uh, Mike over at OBD yeah, at obdm DM, DM has yeah. been dealing with mm-hmm. but you know so. Apparently, strikes on deleted videos cannot be uh, contested. Like, contested, right? Because yeah. you've deleted them, yeah. <laughs> they can't be that's, contested. That's yep. They can reported. still, cont- they can still strike them, but you can't contest it.
1: It's like they have an archive <laughs> of it. They can review it. Nothing you delete yeah. from YouTube is ever deleted. They still have an archive of it, and that's why they can mm. give you a strike for something that doesn't even exist on your fucking channel anymore. Um but you can't contest it. Boy, that's that's uh that's fair. That's real good.
0: A fucking honk honk.
1: Yeah, clown. I, mean,
0: I, I have no illusion that uh those guys aren't doing exactly what we think they're doing.
1: They're cherry they're, picking.
0: Uh, yeah, but what do you have you guys heard any about it like the big conservative um purge that's supposed to come up in September, is it?
2: uh i've heard mention of it yes and and there was one apparently a couple weeks ago um too that i didn't see anybody that i personally knew or listened to that were was affected by it but um i heard some people that i listened to talking about it um so i don't know who they were hitting on that one if it was like more conservative more conspiratorial or more like medical myths or disinformation
0: or
3: what any i don't truth? know truth
2: yeah any, any <laughs> type a, of truth it's just need,
0: we, we need to call them propagandists community. and everything yeah. they call disinformation is usually just the
2: truth yeah it doesn't matter it's just which truth community did they hit you
0: right. know that's uh, i'm not sure but yeah i've i've heard that there's another one that's coming up well, a couple of big groups just got nuked off of reddit about uh i think one of them was side effects oriented.
1: Yeah, yeah, they want to bury that. Because I mean, um I was I've been yeah, following Jesus. That, I've been following those uh those Reddit. I like I hate Reddit. I'll be honest with you. I fucking hate Reddit, especially as a as a uh person that leans more towards the chans, uh, uh you know, we're not a, we're not the biggest fans of Reddit over there.
0: Um I've used you bleed Reddit as an insult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know shit about us clowning on those reddit pages gets posted a lot you know over there on 4chan and uh you know so i've been kind of taking a look and following it and and you know these 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 uh jab pages started out extremely pro jab they were all like oh yeah you you know i got mine today it was like a badge of honor you know we're celebrating and people going out and having fucking parties because they, they, got, a, they got a jab. It's I'm like, going to get
0: a tattoo for my Fauci-ouchie.
1: Uh, no, Saying that
0: stand just makes my asshole dilate.
1: Then you see Ugh. posts from the same people three weeks later <laughs> talking about, I have irreversible side effects. What can I do? Like, how do I get rid of this? And it's like, well, you know, it's not my fault you... Uh, decided to take experimental shit and fucked yourself up with it. Um, it's
0: not like we didn't warn you. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Well, Jimmy Dore, that that kind of happened with right. him. You know, he um, has some under underlining medical issues himself and decided to take uh, one over the other because of the uh, issues that he had. And he ended up uh, sending out a tweet that he was just basically saying, cause it happened to his wife and his producer too. He said that like in the same arm that they had it in, like it, it went up into their neck and their neck got extremely stiff. Well, his wife's and his producers went away and uh, his stuck around. And so he sent a tweet out about it. And then everybody was automatically jumping on him saying that he was an anti-vaxxer. And basically what he was telling them was like, no guys, look, I've I've got the the jab, so I mean, I think it's in the best interest to to put it out there and say what kind of side effects that these are, because he was not informed whatsoever about any type of side effects when he had it. The only thing that he said that they informed him about was this is experimental in big bold letters on
0: the the, the form that he had to. Sign. That's enough for me yeah <laughs> i mean even but, without all the all the other stuff i know if i read that i'm like oh i don't want this yeah exactly you know
2: and and Noam, you've got uh, chronic medical issues as do i and you know i'm not anti-vax uh, me, uh, either. me either completely you know I, I mean i've had vaccines um you've had issues with vaccines that you've talked about i've personally not had any issues that i know of but just with the stuff that's, that's going on with me, I have enough issues right now to worry about that I don't need anything else coming along to, uh, to make things worse for me. I've, I've talked about my, um, my experience with uh, a particular antidepressant that I came off of recently. Like, you know, uh, late January, early February, I came off of it. And I'm still dealing with the side effects of coming off of that. And like I said, I, I went cold turkey on it in, in the beginning of February. Some, you know, give or take a week or two. But um, I was talking with somebody about it last night that I'm, I'm still like, I'll lose my train of thought. Um, <clears throat> there's times that, that I'll have to stop myself and like regather my thoughts so I could get them out. There's times when I'm typing out messages that I don't just completely forget what I say, but like, I'll, I'll have to stop myself and reword things or, you know, I mean, it's just like, there's a, a brain fog that'll come up every now and again, because of, uh, because of this, but I was having like, severe brain zaps for weeks uh night sweats you know uh, body aches chills uh some nerve issues there was just a lot of stuff coming i mean the 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 side effects and the dangers of uh pharmaceuticals are no joke and i've went on forums like i i you know I, i did my research to see how i could come off of this this medicine and what's crazy to me was i was taking a capsule form that was filled with a bunch of little pellets right now to wean myself off i could have cut my uh the milligrams that i was taking a day down and gradually come off of it if i had a tablet form but for some reason my insurance would not pay for the tablet form so I could wean myself off of it. And there was no way to wean myself off of the capsule because those pellets are all different sizes. Tell me how does that make any sense whatsoever? You know, it to me, it looks like an insurance company would say, yeah, well, we'll pay for this uh, tablet form so you can get off of it. So we, we can quit paying for you to be on this this pharmaceutical. But no, that's not how it works apparently. So just that, <laughs> that alone, Shows me that there's something else going on that we don't know about in the pharmaceutical industry, especially with dealing with the insurance companies. So you know, but like I was saying, I went on to all these forums to uh, to see what type of issues people were having when they did come off of the drug, and uh, tons of information out there. You know, uh, so, I mean some some people had good things to say uh but a lot of people were just being truthful about stuff the problem with the uh experimental jabs is that information's not out there and the information that is getting out there that that people are saying well this is in real time my experience they're uh they're hiding hiding the information it it turns into medical mis or disinformation whichever one they want to call it and they cover it up i mean that that should just terrify everybody you know that's i mean that's really all i got to say about it but i mean it's it's just crazy to me why these well it's not crazy that politicians they they cut to these pharmaceutical companies because they're they're the ones that that get these guys into office, you know, with their political contributions and uh, I I think that's something that needs to stop. There needs to be reform. Um, I know I, I was uh, listening to somebody talk about running for governor and they they were talking about the uh, the crazy amount of money that they were going to have to raise to, uh, I mean, it was, it was in the tens of millions of dollars to run, uh, for a governor's seat that, that paid like less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, but that's just the way things are. You have to raise these, uh, exuberant amounts of money to, uh, to get into a, a position, but you know, the, the, the people that are, that are paying this money, it's, uh, I don't know, there just needs to be reform in all of this.
1: It was like uh <clears throat> Corey Corey and I in chat were talking earlier today on Discord and uh you know one of the things I was talking about is like I'm you know, even with some of the issues I've got, um I'm actually I'm not an anti vaxxer. Um I'm not an anti science person or nothing, you know, like people say. Um that should be pretty apparent by uh my like for physics and uh, astronomy and things like that. Some of the (laughs) discussions we've had. Um, But I mean, the the reality of it is, man, it's like, I think taking anything experimental is, uh, you know, it's just that it's a risk. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, even, even when people got the polio vaccine at first, a live polio vaccine, it was giving people polio. Um, Now later that was reformed and the vaccine was great. And we, pretty much eliminated polio um there's a lot of scientific precedent for vaccines uh reducing disease and other other issues um throughout history uh, they work they're, they're not they're not woo woo they're not bullshit um vaccines work but uh i find it you know really uh off-putting um specifically knowing how the government operates. Um, if the government wants to give you something free and they want to give you an incentive to take it, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's something that's experimental and they have no liability for it because of how it's written in the law and the ability, you know, that they've given these companies to just release something without any culpability, um, that's concerning to me. And that, that that's where it draws the line. I mean... You know, it's like I was telling Corey. It's like you know, maybe if it was like the Black Death, you know, and I and and there was just, you know, hundreds of thousands of people dying in the fucking streets every day, and you could you could visually see like a severe issue all over the place. You know, the risk would be worth it, but it's like, you know, something that I've been saying with less than one percent of you know morbidity. It's like. I don't find the risk versus the reward very rewarding uh, at this point, especially with, you know, all the shit comes out when people talk about, well, I've had this issue and this issue and this issue, and it's, a, a you know, a rush technology, and it's, you know, uh, you know, mRNA, you know, it's something that we've never really used before in human history, and, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem like something that's very, you know, fleshed out, it doesn't seem like something that's, uh, you know, is worth the risk right now, especially for such a low morbidity, and, uh, you know, it, it just, it, there's something wrong, there's something there's something wrong with it, you know, it, it really throws up flags for me, um, like I said, given the fact that a government would give something out for free, and that they would offer, you know, scratch off tickets, and fucking, you know, lotteries and you know you can get a chance at a raffle to get this and you can do that i mean something doesn't tick me right about that um you know if something is is great and it works and it's you know uh something that can help people you think there would be no problem with people willingly getting going wanting to go out and, and do it but it's like there's a lot of people whether they want to admit it or not even if they're on the left you know that are very uh, apprehensive at, at getting involved with some of this stuff, because, I mean, if you're like me, you know, you've watched throughout this whole pandemic not really being that big of an issue other than certain age groups and the same kind of age groups that get affected by flus and other things like that, and then you watch the flu numbers disappear completely. What's well, it's but, the
0: other thing that just came out real quickly, is that they admitted that the the Testing systems that they've been using can't and distinguish between the flu and the coof. So oh, I mean, we, we all—I mean, we all knew the PCR was nonsense to be using for what it is. Um, now they've admitted it.
1: But yeah, I like I said, man. I, you know, for me, I'm not an anti vaxxer I'm not anti-science. I'm not all this uh, slanderous shit people try to come up with just because I'm on the right, just because I'm a Christian, just because whatever doesn't mean that I'm anti-vax and anti-science and anti-whatever. I just think with my head, you know, it's like I, I, I actually stop for a second and think, you know there's something a little bit more to it when a government offers a bunch of incentives and gives shit away for free that that's never uh, that's never a good sign um and especially with experimental technology and especially looking back you know i'm a history buff i'm a history nerd you know and it's like I, there's a lot of historical preference uh, you know a, a lot of historical precedence for you know, issues being caused with, uh, rushed vaccines. And like I said, you know, the one that comes to mind very specifically is polio. There's a whole generation of people who, uh, got polio from a vaccination and not just polio from getting it. Um, well, that's still know.
0: going on like in India, all the traceable cases lead back to the, uh, the jab that was going around that country. Thanks, Bill Gates.
1: Yeah. and I mean, it's happening in Africa currently. Um, uh, in recent years from building oh,
0: India recently too.
1: Um, so I mean, you know, it's it's uh it's one of those things, man. It's like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out and run out and get that shit. Um especially when there's just it's it's not it's not something as I see dire. I mean, you know, yeah I I don't I'm not one of those people who would say everything about this is fake. I, I, there's something going around. You know i mean there's something it seems more like a flu to me um
0: these flu that everybody always gets from
1: but i mean you know it's not like,
0: getting it, enough vitamin d it was,
1: it was like i was mentioning to my old man earlier before the show you know it's like you know uh, you know tens of thousands of people die every year in this country from the flu and we don't make a giant Politicization of it, and we don't report it all over the news. We don't make a big fucking deal about it, and uh, the numbers aren't much different than than you know the CV. So uh, you tell me, you know, is it is it worth it? You know, is it worth putting experimental shit in yourself uh, for something that's that doesn't have a high morbidity rate and that seems to mimic a seasonal flu? Uh, that that's the only question I have for people.
0: The ever-changing list of uh, symptoms that could be a, you know, or anything. You got a runny nose. Let me stick this six-inch mm-hmm. Q-tip down it and rub your brain. Yeah, I don't trust any of it. Uh, I, uh, the whole pharmaceutical industry, its whole history in this country is questionable to an extreme level. Well, that's, I probably won't let a doctor shoot anything into me ever again.
1: I mean, that's one of the big things, too, is, like, you know, if the pharmaceutical industry wasn't so predatory, if it wasn't so fucking corrupt, you know, the, it, it would be something that people would trust a lot more. But it's, like, mm. we've got a whole, you know, and I hate to make a industrial complex fucking, you know, uh a moniker for it because that that gets used a lot in a lot of conspiracies so the military industrial complex the pharmaceutical industrial complex the monetary industrial complex there's an industrial complex for everything um but i mean really if there is there's a pharmaceutical industrial complex and uh it's in bed with advertisers it's embed with politicians it's in bed with everything and uh you know the <laughs> Arguably the biggest industry in the United States is both oil and pharmaceuticals. So uh, you have to wonder the motivation, you know, at this point, you know, it's like when you you, you see, you know, this industry, is it benevolent right. or, you know, could we have had a cure for cancer and other things like that? Or is it, you know, something that's, uh, you know, they keep people coming back because it makes a lot of money. You know, war is good for business. Uh, we found that out after World War One in this country when we had the uh, biggest economic boost that the United States ever seen. And we've been in a perpetual state of war ever since with, uh, you know, the steel, the oil, um, you know, food corporations, uh, you know, military contractors, you name it, making insane amounts of profit funding them. So it's like... I see it the same way as the military-industrial complex, as the pharmaceutical industry. It's uh, it's something that benefits from people being sick, obviously, and they make, you know, bank every year from it. So it's like, can you really trust it? You know, is it really benevolent? No,
0: is anything? No. Oh. We do a quick topic change right here, so. I, had, I hadn't seen a praying mantis since uh, you know, I was a kid in grade school. I actually remember doing it. So, on the job I'm at, even I think it's just the past three weeks, I've had two praying mantis land on me. The oh, first amazing. one was a little, yeah, first one was just a little guy who landed on my shirt and crawled up and went up on my head. But today, when I was, uh, you know, I was working on this deck, I just feel this thing on my head and I brush, brush it off and this big fucking praying mantis, you know, little leg base like that big just lands right in front of me. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. I was worried. I had heard him by sweeping him off my head. And I managed to get him on a shim shingle and, uh, you know, carry him to a bush. But then it, it like, it got me wondering like the woo side of having a mantis land on you. And there's actually a lot of stuff there. Um, there's a lot of little different bits of folk- folklore that, you know, having a mantis land on you is a, uh, is a sign of something
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in asian culture about it um,
0: it's like every culture the, the mantis yeah. is you know because it's it's in, on every fucking continent there's some species of mantis and it's one of those, like, the like it doesn't vary to the opinion of the mantis doesn't vary too much culture to culture it's pretty much a positive sign across all of them throughout human history
1: and i can't ever but... think of anybody who's been negative about mantises like you no know, they're just like...
0: this thing this they're great but i was looking through websites and one of the things um i'll just read these couple quick paragraphs the sign of a praying mantis landing on you uh, landing on your head is a sign that your purpose lies deeper than a superficial or materialistic reality you have a spiritual power within you that is being called to awaken (laughs) the path um, the pa- this path may ask you to temporarily give up the comforts of a materialistic life in search of a deeper meaning behind your existence. However, this does not mean that you will ch- have to choose a life of poverty and abstaining from material pleasures. It simply means that for a time it may be helpful to find yourself without these distractions so that you can see a, a, clear, path of head, a clear path ahead. Um, a praying mantis may land on you to let you know that your vibration is increasing as they are attracted to high vibrations in their environment, which I guess is you know, insect predators. That's probably true. Um, this may be a time to lean into your spiritual growth, which may require you to seek out an <laughs> intuitive coach, mentor, community, or take classes on spiritual growth. None of those things I'll be doing or doing a long meditation retreat not doing that either but i'll keep that in mind that having multiple mm. praying mantises or praying manti or whatever land on me in a very short period of time after you know 30 years without seeing one
2: i watched a uh a couple of years ago a praying mantis eating a uh, jar fly yeah and it was one of the craziest things that I've ever saw. Like I'd walked out on the, on the front porch and I hear this insane noise and I, I can't even describe what this, I'd never heard anything like it in my life. And I started looking around and i noticed there, there were some um, morning glories that were growing up uh, on our fence from the flower bed and it was kind of tucked away in there and this praying mantis had caught this jar fly and was eating the thing while it was alive head first and the noise was the jar fly flapping its wings trying to to get away but that that mantis had a death grip on it
0: yeah he's
2: not going anywhere (laughs) yeah it fascinated me and a jar fly is a huge fly and uh it was like i said it it was extremely loud and this bug this fly was almost making like a screaming noise while flapping its wings but um dude it was amazing to uh to see that mantis i, I wish i could have saw it catch the thing but um yeah it, they're, they're fascinating creatures so i could see why the uh the chinese like uh, you know have a uh the manis fighting style in kung fu By are you the running way, this, into the youtube this, issues this,
1: no the this for some reason i'm getting a lot of like my stream is just dropping real bad yeah
0: i've noticed a lot of, a lot of chop on youtube mm-hmm.
2: now, i've
1: dropped a fuck ton of frames and we're getting a terrible bit rate all of a sudden
0: yeah it's bob after anyway uh yeah we can start wrapping it up But praying mantises are fucking cool and it was like it was looking at me when I was carrying it across the lawn I got managed to get it on the shim shingle and I crawled out to the edge of it and I walked over to this bush and put it on a leaf and it was just standing there looking at me a big fucker too I wonder yeah. if that was the little guy that landed on me a few weeks ago all grown up. <laughs> what's up buddy that was cool is it, right. there, is, the, yeah man We'll just yeah, go ahead and sh- wrap it we'll- up.
1: Go ahead and wrap it up. It's been two yeah, hours, can... anyways. But yeah, this, yeah, it, I mean, it's come back. But boy, it, it just took a shit for some reason. Um, yeah, it's know. still
0: super choppy. Yeah. Know, I'm looking at it now. I lowered the quality, even, and it's still fucking
1: doing it. Yeah, it's it's there's something wrong with it right now.
3: All right, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <Yes>. Deuces. <laughs>